The Chicago White Sox did not waste any time making decisions on Tim Anderson and Josh Harrison. Are the White Sox once again looking to upgrade at second base? The Sox need to address the starting rotation. Could the return of a former Southsider be an option? And one particular website has predicted the White Sox to be a potential landing spot for several key free agents. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. How active will the White Sox be in November? If history tells us anything, uh, the Sox could stay pretty quiet. Uh, will the White Sox eventually land one of the key free agents? And could there be a reunion on the South Side? Also, the White Sox have made some decisions. Uh, what we learned on Monday, not terribly surprising. Uh, White Sox exercised the $12.5 million club option for the uh, 2023 season on the contract of two-time All-Star shortstop Tim Anderson and declined the $5.5 million club option uh, for 2023 on infielder Josh uh, Harrison. Uh, so Harrison, you know, we've talked quite a bit about him and second base in general uh, on this podcast. Harrison in 2022 slashed uh, 256, 317, 370, uh, hit seven home runs and OPS plus 94. Uh, it was on November 5th last year uh, that the White Sox declined a $6 million option on Cesar Hernandez. And we thought that the Sox were going to upgrade at second base. Finally, it was finally going to happen. Uh, again, I've covered second base quite a bit recently on this podcast and the problems the White Sox have had over the years uh, to find a long-term solution. It's been a revolving door. If the legend, Lurie Garcia, does not start at second base on March 30th in Houston. And if Yoan Mankata does not uh, move back to second base, we will see most likely here the 11th different starting second baseman on opening day in 11 years. Uh, unbelievable. So declining the option on Hernandez last year brought us to signing Josh Harrison. Uh, will the White Sox declining Harrison's option bring us to an upgrade uh, both offensively and defensively at second base? Uh, here are uh, some of your options. Top three free agents at second base. 
there are a few options. It's funny, uh, Cesar Hernandez is available if we wanted to uh, try that once again. Uh, Gene Segura, we, we've seen him play uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies, just wrapped up the World Series, 33 years old. There is a club option for $17 million. Uh, According to NBC Sports Philadelphia, uh, Segura is likely to become a free agent. Uh, You've got Colton Wong. Uh, I've mentioned him in a previous uh, episode. 32 years old. There's a club option uh, for $10 million. It it sure sounds like Milwaukee will decline uh, his option. He had some regression both offensively and defensively in 2022. He ended up getting uh, hot out of the all-star break, which led him to turning into uh, a 251, 339, 430 slash line uh, with a new career high in home runs, 15, and an OPS plus of 118. And then there's also Adam Frazier. Remember this guy, uh, 31 years old, just spent this last season with the Mariners. Uh, He was a guy that, uh, boy, we were supposed to go after last season at the trade deadline. Uh, he was with Pittsburgh. It ended up being this, uh, the San Diego Padres went after him, and then the Mariners assigned him in the offseason. So Adam Frazier is out there as well. We might hear his name later in this episode. Uh, the Sox, of course, have in-house options. Uh, Romy Gonzalez, Danny Mendick, Lenin Sosa, and, of course, the legend, Aliri Garcia. Uh, Garcia signed a three-year, a $16.5 million contract with the White Sox uh, last offseason. Uh, in 2023, Garcia will earn a base salary of $5.5 million, uh, the same amount uh, that the Sox declined on Josh Harrison. Uh, the White Sox also, they, they have to address the starting rotation, no question about that. Uh, could there be a homecoming Uh, of sorts. Uh, Let's look at this first name, Carlos Rodon. You've heard it. Uh, Folks have been talking about this. Oh boy, could the Sox actually bring Carlos Rodon back? Uh, Rodon reached 110 innings uh, this past season, giving him the right to opt out of his two-year deal uh, with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, On Sunday, the first day of free agency, he officially did, setting himself up for one of the biggest contracts of the offseason. Rodon hits a market uh, that also includes Jacob deGrom and Justin Verlander. Uh, Although they are 34 and 39 years old, respectively, at 29 years old, Rodon is in line for the uh, longest contract uh, any starter receives this winter and he should easily clear the $100 million mark. Uh, Rodon had a 2.88 ERA and led the majors you know, with a 2.25 uh, FIP. He finished second in the National League with 237 strikeouts and hit double digits 11 times a franchise record. Uh, Rodon made a career-high 31 starts, uh, putting aside the concerns about his shoulder Uh, Rodan, who made the all-star team, uh, now can chase the kind of deal that wasn't there uh, last winter. Uh, So Rodan had a player option for $22.5 million in uh, 2023. He has decided to enter the open market. Uh, The Athletic made a prediction, uh, and they made a contract prediction on Carlos Rodan, five years, $144 million. 
Uh, you think Jerry Reinsdorf is going to be excited about that? Sox haven't had a $100 million contract yet, and they're going to bring back uh, Carlos Rodan. I uh, highly doubt it. Uh, fun to think about. Again, this is the season of hope and delusion. Uh, how about Chris Bassett? Uh, that name is, obviously sounds familiar. Uh, Chris Bassett drafted by the White Sox in 2011, uh, hit the bigs in 2014. In that offseason, was traded to the Oakland A's along with Marcus Simeon for Jeff Samarja. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, once we get into December. But uh, Mets starter Chris Bassett expected to decline his $19 million, uh, mutual option uh, per John Heyman of the New York Post. Uh, Bassett, who will be 34 on opening day, uh, been a reliable pitcher over the last four seasons. Uh, the Athletic made a prediction on this kind of contract, four years, $74 million. That's That is in a White Sox uh, sweet spot there. That's definitely doable. Uh, do you want to go after a guy like that? Get another right-hander in the rotation. Uh, since 2019, he has made at least 27 starts, uh, obviously excluding the 2020 season. Uh, pair that with a 3.31 ERA in 146 innings. I don't know. Uh, it could be an option. I, the Bassett situation is obviously much more likely uh, than Carlos Rodon. Uh, maybe a homecoming for Bassett or Rodon is too unlikely. I'm going to tell you what some media outlets are predicting for the White Sox. More on that uh, in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Uh, bet online where the game starts. Okay, so I went through some, some websites, some predictions, and uh, came across a, an article from The Athletic, Top 25 Free Agents. This came out a couple days ago, November 4th, Jim Bowden, and went through all of these 25 free agents, where they thought they would land, and anybody particularly landing with the White Sox. So uh, uh, no surprise here, uh, according to The Athletic and Jim Bowden in this article, Jose Abreu of all people, would be a good fit for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, contract prediction, two years, $34 million. So again, Jose Abreu is going to be talked about quite a bit uh, until there is an actual decision made. Uh, and then it's Michael Conforto season once again. Do you remember last year during the offseason, Michael Conforto, Michael Conforto, perfect fit for the Chicago White Sox. Why aren't the White Sox in on Conforto? Uh, he was hurt. Uh, he did not play in uh, 2022. He's a Boris client. Uh, the Athletic and Jim Bowden saying that the White Sox could be a perfect landing spot for Michael Conforto. A contract prediction there, two years, uh, $34 million with an opt-out uh, after year one. Go to CBS Sports. This article just came out November 7th. Top 50 free agents and their potential landing spots. Some familiar names on this list. 
Uh, one that has got Kansas City ties, and I've heard this name tossed around by other Sox fans, uh, Andrew Benatendi. Uh, we need some outfield help, and uh, he could definitely uh, be an answer to that. Uh, Gene Segura, we, we just heard that name, you know, as a top second baseman with the Sox, needing a new sec- second baseman. Maybe if the Phillies uh, decide to go a different route, maybe the Sox go in on Segura. Uh, Jose Abreu, once again, CBS Sports now saying, you know what? I think the Sox are still going to uh, entertain a Jose Abreu reunion. Johnny Cueto, could the Sox try to figure out the starting rotation by gambling once again on Johnny Cueto? I don't know. But according to CBS Sports, uh, Cueto is a a perfect fit uh, for the White Sox. And Adam Frazier. So again, that we got a couple second basemen in this list. Gene Segura and Adam Frazier. Again, Frazier talked about quite a bit last season uh, at the trade deadline. Instead, of course, we got uh, Cesar Hernandez. Uh, the CBS Sports did not match up the White Sox with Conforto. They went a different route. So, and honestly, if we don't go with Conforto, I am completely fine with that. I, I really don't know what we're getting with Michael Conforto, and you know, I, I don't know if that's the big ticket, big splash. Uh, how about uh, PitcherList.com? Uh, interesting website with some interesting ideas. Uh, this was from late October, though. Uh, Major League Baseball free agent predictions, predicting the landing spots of the highest impact free agents. Uh, This article was from Sean Roberts. Uh, Again, Jose Abreu mentioned, but not going to the White Sox this time. Uh, Sean Roberts predicting that Jose Abreu will land with the Padres. Uh, The Padres identified first base as a potential area for upgrade as they acquired Bell from the Nationals last uh, this summer. Uh, but he's eligible for free agency along with sometimes first baseman Brandon Drury. Abreu, for his part, is still an awfully productive hitter. Uh, so uh, that's the first time I've heard Padres mentioned with Jose Abreu. Now, here comes your homecoming or your reunion. Uh, Sean Roberts from PitcherList.com saying that Jose Quintana would be a good fit. Uh, for the White Sox to bring back. Uh, White Sox are bringing everyone else back from the past. So how about Quintana? Uh, The Sox definitely could use a lefty. There's no question about that. Uh, And, you know, he did himself well uh, with what he did with St. Louis, especially in the second half. Uh, There was another article by The Athletic, this one recent again, November 7th, uh, predicting MLB free agency for all 30 teams. And this little blurb was written by uh, James Fegan, of course. Uh, So this is what James had to say. Other than letting Jose Abreu walk, general manager Rick Hahn also hinted at being newly uh, uh, willing to trade from the team's core. Could that be two-time All-Star Tim Anderson? Uh, The shortstop is 29 years old with two years of club options left on his contract and coming off a year uh, where injury limited to 79 games. Uh, the Sox don't have any in-house replacement uh, to speak of, but Lenin Sosa and Jose Rodriguez and top prospect Colson Montgomery give them a small slate of short and midterm options, presuming a trade strengthens them elsewhere. So now we're talking about maybe – you know, we we opt in with this uh, 12 and a half with Tim Anderson. Maybe we look to trade him and roll the dice on some young guys. I, I would 
I don't want to say I'd be completely surprised. Nothing surprises me anymore with this organization, but that would be that would be a big move. I I'm more I guess I could find it easier to see Liam Hendricks uh, being traded than Tim Anderson. Uh, but you know we'll see. Uh, the White Sox, you know they uh, they need to eventually address second base, uh, and I don't think it's moving Tim Anderson to second, and they need to address the starting rotation. I'm going to tell you why roster additions might not happen as quickly as we want them to. Uh, more on that in a moment. So Elvis Andrews, uh, a lot of folks now interested, you know, with Josh Harrison not coming back with the White Sox. Hey, the Sox should go ahead, uh, bring in Elvis Andrews and maybe a one-year deal, move him over to second base. We talked a little bit about it in a previous episode. Hey, what Elvis Andrews did with the bat, no question about that. Uh, really a team leader from the get-go. I mean, he was like a field general. He was coming in. He was involved in, in pitcher-catcher meetings. He was orchestrating where everybody needed to be. He definitely provided a spark. I don't know if that's my first big move. Of I'm going to target Elvis Andrews and put him in second base. I think you keep an eye on Elvis Andrews. Uh, he definitely can you know, find a spot on this White Sox club. That's for sure. I don't know about starting at second base. Uh, starting pitching, got a ton of questions there. Uh, you know, Cease, Lynn, Kopech, Giolito. Okay, starting to get a little shaky. You can hear it in my voice. What are you doing with that fifth starter? Is it Davis Martin? Is it Ronaldo Lopez? Are you going to bring back Johnny Cueto? I mean, there's names out there. You know, are you going to go after Jacob Degrom? It could Bassett maybe fit. I I don't think Verlander's your answer. Uh, this is going to be something we're going to have to discuss uh, as the days and weeks move on. Uh, November happenings. There haven't been a lot of them uh, in Sachs' recent history in terms of you know the trade market, free agent signings. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, of course, that was a November uh, deal. Four years, seventy-three million, the biggest. White Sox contract ever. That was on November 21st, 2019. Uh, Jose Abreu, his most recent and his last potential maybe White Sox deal, that happened in November, uh, no November 22nd, uh, 2019. So you had Grandal and then Abreu back-to-back. -back. That was a three-year deal that's just wrapping up. Uh, Kendall Graveman was last year, uh, November 30th, uh, shortly before the lockout. A sack signed Graveman three years, twenty-four million. Uh, they they got their money's worth. Uh, they paid for uh, relief pitching. That is for sure. And it started with Graveman. Uh, now going back way way back, my man Paul Canerco, a November deal after the Sox won the World Series. He was a free agent. Oh, pins and needles, folks, of where was he going to sign? There was no social media. We didn't have all these, you know, MLB network stuff where we're tracking, you know, all of this. Uh, there was a talk of maybe Baltimore, maybe the Angels came back to the White Sox on November 30th, 2005, five years, $60 million. So I don't know. We'll see. Sacks not really active in November, but there are holes that need to be filled. Uh, folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen for your next listen. 
Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever uh, you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to examine off-season White Sox scenarios as the White Sox go full steam ahead with the Pedro Grafol era. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. Uh, I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.